Two friends taking pictures of the rising full moon on a summer night. Two teenage kids doing what teenage kids do. When a stranger with a gun and a death wish changed everything. It was violent, it was senseless, and I will never understand it, I will never accept it. I'm Amy Donaldson, and unfortunately, we're all too familiar with stories about how violence shatters lives. But what we rarely see is how they are rebuilt. In a new podcast, The Letter, we relive tragedy, but only so we can hear the rest of the story. The struggle to reclaim lives, the realities of grief, and the possibilities of forgiveness. I believe in miracles. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are, and this is a big one. Follow The Letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Inside Sources. Inside Sources on KSL News Radio. Welcome back to Inside Sources with Amy Donaldson. And Steve host. Handy. Hello. Yeah. You're, you're fab. You're, you're guest hostess with the mostest. <laughs> <laughs> we have some good people. Uh, yeah. What we, did you and talk we about? have really covered a lot of interesting yeah. subjects. We're going to do another one right now. Uh, I co host a podcast called Voices of Reason here with KSL. Um, and we yesterday had a really fascinating discussion about California's new law, the pay to play, which would allow um, college athletes to be paid. Uh, for sponsorship deals and basically creates a marketplace for them to market their skills or their images. And uh, it's it's obviously a huge uh, issue with the NCAA. It's in conflict with what the NCAA allows. And so there are going to be issues. And um, we're going to play for you a clip of that. Uh, You're going to hear from Evan Brennan, who is an NFL uh, football football, uh, agent from California. Yeah, I mean, I, I do think that this law is going to have to get fleshed out in the current state. I, I think that uh, it's kind of unbridled. I think there are going to have to be some significant um, fleshing out of how they implement the law. If the players aren't, you know, able to handle this money, this could be a disaster. But I will say this. The law does not say, hey, let's pay all these players for their likeness. The law says we're going to create a marketplace. So if you're a player that's riding the bench, you're not very good, no one's going to pay you an endorsement deal. However, if you are Johnny Manziel, People would pay a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot of money while you're in college to force their products or use their name like this or something in that regard. Then, under the as it was currently constituted under the NCAA, that wasn't available for someone that has that you know deep market penetration, someone that has that uh, prowess where they could be remunerated along those lines. And this allows that to occur. So, uh, the, the people that will actually be affected. In terms of large monetary stakes on this are going to be few and far between, you know, your star quarterbacks, star running backs, star wide receivers on on college football teams. But the, the average guy is, is not going to see a tremendous windfall financially from this. Maybe affected by some other movements, domino effects, but uh, at least financially based on what we're seeing here, not so much. But I do agree that there does need to be tweaking to how this is implemented. So let me ask you a question, a scenario. Tom was a really popular college player, and I can see some local call based on what Sly suggested, I can see some local car dealership or business here saying, Hey, we want to sponsor you. We want you to do something for us and be in our commercials. Right. So he gets paid for that, which I'm sure you would have loved as a college player. Right. Oh yeah. And could have used the money. And so how much does that impact sort of what he's there for and what he's doing? I'll ask you first and then Tom can respond. (laughs) 
It's, a, it's, a, it's an added component. I mean, I negotiate endorsement deals for uh, professional football players that play on very large stages. It's actually harder than you think to get some endorsement deals done. Football players play with helmets on. They're not as marketable as you think outside of the top race of the world. But yes, there are a lot of product-based deals. There are some cash deals. And, and given the prowess locally, there, there is an opportunity to make some money. Um, and, the, you know, that would be available to Tom. I was, you know, around with Tom was uh, there in Utah, and uh, he most definitely would have got some percent deals. But the point is that on, on a given Utah team, there may be between five and seven players in which a company would be willing to spend money on. Uh, they may be willing to do product-based deals, but to spend actual cash on, I guess, is in a given year, Utah would have between five and seven players where a actual sponsor simply for the name likeness and ability to market would want to spend cash. So would it affect the team? Definitely. Would it affect the majority of the team? Absolutely not. So, Tom, would it have impacted your playing ability to be on the side doing commercials for, you know? I don't, I don't think it would have affected my playing ability. I think it would have affected my wallet. Yeah? And my ability to to potentially start saving earlier than what than what I did. I don't know. I just think, you know, if, if my skill set warrants somebody wanting to put me on television and pay me for it, mm-hmm. then I, I should be able to benefit in some way, shape or form. Mm-hmm. And I, I agree with, with what Evan said. I, I don't think it's going it, to, this bill's going to benefit everybody um, in, in the same way that it's going to affect some. You know, like right now there's, if this bill was in place at the minute, you know, Zach Moss is somebody that would probably be on television getting paid for doing so. Tyler Huntley, Bradley and I, there, there are a handful of guys. Britton Covey. Britton Covey's mm-hmm. a, a very popular figure around the state. But the majority, like, there are 120 kids on, a, on, on the Utah football team right now, you know. So we're, we're looking at, like, 115 of them, not really. But with the other 115, what I like about this bill is they can go out and be like, hey, if any, if any high school kid needs 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 some practice or you want to pay me a little bit here so I can teach you some stuff that I've learned at Utah. You don't have to go through like three weeks of nonsense with the NCAA. My senior year, I tried to teach some, some kid how to punt, keyword tried, because it's, it's much more harder than, than people think. <laughs> Teaching is harder than it, lo- than it looks, yeah. And it took me like three weeks to finally get the all clear and be like, well, mate, we've got to make sure you're charging as much as... As yeah. much as maybe John down the road. Well, it's like, hold on a second. I've accomplished far more than what John has down the road. I'm going to charge whatever the you know what I want. Yeah. You know, and you're not going to tell me how much I can charge. Because if that kid is willing to pay me $500 for an hour, then I should be able to do that because I, I've warranted that. So, Steve, that was a little taste of our discussion. It was uh, We had another athlete on, uh, Stevenson Sylvester, who sure, uh, played yeah. in the NFL sure. as well. Yeah. And... Um, he was uh, opposed to the law. Yeah. Tom was obviously in favor of it. Um, but, uh, you know, I guess my question to you is, are we nostalgic for something that no longer exists? What a terrific podcast. Let me, let me see if I can answer that. As I've thought about this a little bit over the last few years, I had three uh, siblings who uh, played, two brothers and a sister who had, were on athletic scholarships in the state. And so I know a little bit about this. And it was, But, but I think we are a long, long way away from the, the, the glaring example that I always think about is the Jim Thorpe example. So here he was. He played, you know, a little amateur baseball, if I remember. Then he went to the Olympics. They found out that he wasn't truly an amateur because he'd gotten a little minor league baseball couple bucks and he was stripped of his medals that total injustice so but i think that is all of these years later that that the the whole notion of of true amateurism 
is somewhat of a farce. Mm -hmm. And I think you bring up a good point because I think part of the reason this law has come to pass, and now you see Florida's proposing law, there's a few other states that are going to follow suit. I mean, the NCA has a problem on its hands. It has to deal with this. Because now you do have the thing everyone's been afraid of, an uneven playing field. You absolutely have that if you have states individually legislating what athletes can and can't do or if they can and can't be compensated, um, which is in direct violation with what the NCAA allows. But part of the reason we're here is because the NCAA has refused to deal with this in a way that makes sense. One of the cases uh, that we discussed in the podcast that Evan or Ethan Bauer wrote about in an article for the Desert mm-hmm. News yeah. was the Ohio State case where the kids sold or traded their rings or these sort of mem- memorabilia that they had earned through playing. Uh, they traded it for tattoos. And their coach lost his, Jim Trussell lost his job for lying about it. That's right. To be clear. That's right. But, but the kids were all punished for trading what they felt was their property for tattoos. And, um, and, and that's just one example. It, Tom gave an example in our podcast about, um, you know, letting a player sleep in a bed. He had a spare bed in his house. And they, the NCAA considers Tom Hackett a booster because he talks about Utah on the radio sometimes. That's craziness, isn't it? And so he wasn't allowed to be a human being to this kid who's Crazy. from Australia. He's halfway around the world. He's away from his family. He's an 18-year-old kid. He needs a place to stay. Um, and, and so that, because the NCAA has not been proactive and acknowledging that we're no longer in... I mean, this, I, I think, I feel for everybody saying, you know, we don't want to ruin the amateurism of college athletics. I am here to tell you, as a person who covered <laughs> covered sports for the last 20 years. A lot of years. For the, at least the last five years, since the Power Five conferences really took hold and the bowl, um, college, the college football, the bowl series, that, that there, there's no more, what you, what you miss no longer exists. It is a myth. It is a mythology. As I started, yes. to, the, you know the gym. You know that is. It is a mythology. And it is a, it is a farce. What kind of money a kid like Jimmer Ferdek could make? Right, right, right. And I think there there are a lot of different kids you could point to who maybe they want to give lessons, kicking lessons or basketball lessons or whatever. Or maybe uh, they're you know a car dealership wants to let them be a do some kind of sponsorship deal wear something right. on a shoe right. or something right. Right. um you know most leagues have acknowledged this you know even the olympics now you don't have to be an amateur um to do For, it. yeah the, but, but the nba right you had an olympic swimmer who had to choose between taking endorsement deals after she dominated swimming or or competing for her university and I just think that's a ridiculous choice to ask of, especially a swimmer. You're not, there's not that much money in swimming. Exactly. <laughs> and so right. allow right. her to capitalize, right. Katie right. Ledecky. Right. Allow her to capitalize on what was an absolutely awe-inspiring Olympic performance. Of course, of course. And don't take from her her ability to compete for her school. That's right. I think the question is, is that, is that you know, I, I much more prefer the collegiate game all levels than I do the the, the professional game. I, I really do. Yeah. I really do. And uh, you know, apologies to the to our wonderful Utah Jazz, <laughs> but but I really do. Yeah. So what we don't know is if 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 how far this would go. How would it change the collegiate game? And would a player who mm-hmm. uh, Tom Hackett talked about the U? Okay, Zach Moss, big star. Mm-hmm. But what about the what about the kid who's the on the practice squad? Uh, and maybe maybe he's playing. Maybe he's playing. Is he going to play as hard for a superstar Zach Moss that's getting compensated 
You see what I what so I'm we saying? did we did talk about that. Yeah, I asked, I that, about, I asked yeah, that question yeah, about chemistry, yeah, yeah, and chemistry. they said that's why you pay your coach three million dollars. Uh-huh. He deals with locker room issues, so he that was their very that. yeah. But if you want to listen to the entire podcast, it's Voices of Reason. I would love for you to subscribe, um, but it's free. It's on the KSL app. It's on iTunes or Google Play. But um, and it's a fascinating issue, and I think it's an issue that's going to be around in in the sphere for a while because. For a while. There are yeah. there. We have to deal with these it, things. This has the got NCAA, to get sorted out. Yeah, this has got it, to get sorted out. It cannot stand out. the and way. Please, it is. NCAA. Please step up to this. Please just please have some common sense. Yes, and please. don't be greedy. But yeah. thank you. Fun. There's that. Thank you so much for joining us. You can join us on the Utah Community Credit Union text line five seven five zero zero. You are listening to Inside Sources on KSL News Radio.